Hi, it's Pete Norstead here and welcome to another Trade on Sports and Focused on Football League Two betting podcast. And as usual, I'm joined by Jimmy Kempton. How are you doing, Jimmy? Excellent. Thank you, Peter. It feels like cricket weather today. I've been out in the sunshine, working, sweating. It doesn't really feel like football time to me anymore, but there's uh, still plenty of action to come, isn't there? What, 10 games for some of these teams? Yes, it's... Uh... It's just it still is relentless. Although it feels strange not to have these midweek games, but uh, yeah, yeah, it, uh, a little bit of respite in midweek for us both. I think, mate. I'm yeah. not complaining about that, but I'm sure they'll be back with a vengeance. And we've got two games this weekend, haven't we, with the Easter? Yes, <laughs> yes, and then and then obviously there's the well, the sort of you know four days off until Saturday, but then it's back to the Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, isn't it? Yeah, not long to go now, Pete. Then we can sleep all the way through the summer. Well, <laughs> until the Euros start, that is. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's get on with it then. Uh, Bolton, Colchester. Uh, Bolton's uh, uh, home record, 1-6, drawn, two lost two. They're coming kind of for a 1-0 victory away at Forest Green. They're in a good position at the moment, Bolton. They, they come up on the rails at the right time. They come up against a Colchester, who's away record against the top six, 1-2, drawn, three, lost five. They're coming off a 2-1 defeat at home to Bradford. Bolton, 31 points from the last 33 League Two games. So, they're, they, you know, that... That says it all. Colchester's recent away form, one nought, drawn five, lost six. My ratings, I've said this before, though, that it's a little bit of an outlier. My ratings are suggesting the value is with the away side plus three quarters of a goal, but I certainly wouldn't take that. It's, it's an outlier, that team. The goal line, sorry, the match line opened minus a half and it was quickly bet down to minus three quarters. And there's one thing that you need to understand here if you're going to get involved in this game. Normally, when you see a team flying high in great form, taking on a team down near the bottom of the table, you'd expect the home team to be capable and maybe want to go on and score lots of goals. Well, Bolton don't really operate like that, Pete. They've only scored 23 times in their 19 home games this season. If you contrast that to Colchester, they haven't scored in their last nine away games. Now, for those of you who aren't really au fait with League Two betting, that is almost impossible to do. A team in League Two level standard side will give you a goal. They'll make an error. So not to score in nine games, for me, makes the fact that you can't back Colchester here. The line's trended to minus three quarters. So I think, as you quite rightly say, Pete, the, the value of Bolton has probably gone. I do think Bolton will probably win the game, though. Um, but yeah, could you back a side, Pete? Who haven't scored away from home in nine games? No, it's it's a peculiar one. Yes, it, it it's peculiar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and also top six finishing sides at home to bottom six finishing teams over the last few seasons won a hundred and five of a hundred and fifty nine games. Crikey. So the stats tell you that Bolton will win this game. Scunthorpe Crawley next. Uh, recent head-to-heads was a draw uh, last time two times met. Scunthorpe, they come off a, a good 2-0 victory at home to Bradford. At home to mid-table size, their record leads 1-4, drawn 2, lost 4. Sunderland's last seven League 2 matches... Sunderland? Sorry, Scunthorpe. Scunthorpe's last seven <laughs> League 2 matches, 1-2, drawn 4, lost 1. So they're fairly sturdy, but I think this is a little bit misleading because a lot of these clubs that are near the bottom uh, are on what you'd call resilient-type runs. Crawley lost their last three League Two matches. And really, those are, those three losses could really cost them at the end. Was that they, could, they could very well easily be in the, 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 the top seven. Small value over two and a quarter goals would be my say on this. Right. 
Okay, let me get started with this one, Pete, because I am bemused and befuddled about this. Crawley played against Carlisle on Tuesday night. Now, I was at work on Tuesday in one of my several jobs, and I sat in a van, Pete. I sat in a van for five hours, uh, being very COVID compliant, wearing my mask, and it was hell. It was terrible. The weather was hot. The roads were busy. It was hard work. Now, the Crawley players, as long as they abided by all the protocols, did that for seven hours, all the way up to Carlisle, played football, were absolutely awful because I watched the game, looked like they were still on the bus, woke up for about 10 minutes in the second half and then went back to sleep again, lost 2-0. If Carlisle had wanted to, Pete, I think they could probably have put their foot down and won 4 or 5-0, but because they were so scared of their recent bad performances, once they got 2-0 up... They shut up shop. Crawley then got back on the bus, probably got home about 4, 4.30 Wednesday morning. This game on Friday has been kicking off at 1pm. So what are Crawley doing? Are they then going up to Scunthorpe on Thursday night? Or are they getting up at 5 in the morning on Friday and playing the game? Either way, it doesn't make any sense to me. Scunthorpe have won... Uh, sorry, they've just got one loss in the last seven. Crawley lost three on the bounce. I watched their last game. Obviously, at Carlisle, they were terrible. On the draw-no-bet line, Pete, I think Scunthorpe are great value here. I'm just going to say, I, I think these, these teams can stay in hotels, can't they? Because it's professional sport. I think they can, yeah. can't they? Oh, they can. But as I trotted out that stat last week, it's not doing them any good. And they're, they're better off travelling on the day of the game to yeah. play these games because what they're having to do, and I've spoken to a couple of people at clubs, lower league clubs, uh, who I have contact with, and they can only sort of eat together sort of socially distanced. They shouldn't be going into each other's rooms. And, you know, what sort of advantage do you get from putting players in that situation rather than just letting them stay at home the night before a game? I mean, Crawley are kicking off at 1pm, I'm presuming, because they want to get home early so they can prepare better for their game on Monday, yeah. which will be home game. So why don't they just kick this game off at 3 o'clock? Yeah, it's great. It, make, it yeah. makes no sense to me. Do you know what it is, Pete? It's overthinking. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's overthinking. They're going against what they've always done, and it's not working. The stats are playing out. It's not worth it. Scunthorpe, draw no bet, great value. Barrow, Newport next. Uh, Barrow's recent home for 1-4 drawn, 1 lost 5. They come off a 2-1 defeat away at Stevenage. They've lost four of their last six home matches, Barrow. Uh, they come up against a Newport side who've got mixed away form recently. 1-3 and lost 3. They come off a 1-0 defeat at home to Orient. Home to bottom six sides. Their record is 1-3 drawn, naught lost 7. I've got nothing really to say about this game. I don't see any real value in anything here. I fully agree, Pete, because I've watched and paid attention to both of these teams recently. Um, off this scratch line, bearing in mind they're both fighting for um, points for different reasons, I probably would lean to the draw here, Pete, if I was being asked to make a bet, a draw outright. Um, the one thing that does stand out to me, though, and this is a historical trend, so take of these what you will, because each team should be treated as, as individuals. But bottom six finishing sides are 74, 101 and 170 
at home to teams that finish in the top half of the table over the last five seasons. So that is effectively on this scratch line, draw no bet, 74 and 170. That's not a very good strike rate. The historical trends are suggesting that Newport are the value on this line. I probably can't just take them though, Pete, because Barrow under Rob Kelly have been very resilient. Bradford Forest Green next. Uh, 1-0 to Forest Green uh, last time these two sides met at Bradford. Uh, Bradford, this is a much you know vital game this is for them. Uh, they're unbeaten in eight home matches. 1-5, drawn three, lost naught. At home to top six sides, 1-5, drawn two, lost three. Forest Green, they've only won one of their last five league two matches. Away at mid-table sides, 1-4, drawn three, lost three. They're coming for 1-0 defeat at home to Bolton. Again, no value in the line, but it, it, I, I feel that this is a must-win for Bradford. It is, and I, I'm, I'm struggling, Pete, in terms of trying to say at which point in the season do I put my stick in the ground and say, right, this team doesn't have anything to play for. I think Bradford actually still think they have something to play for. I've, I don't think they have. But I think Bradford and their supporters still believe they're in this playoff race. I don't think they are. Now, I've run some numbers in terms of teams that finish in the mid-third going against teams that finish in the top six. And it all points on this draw-no-bet line to taking Forest Green. But my, sort of my perception of mid-third finishing teams are those that are sort of just coasting into the end of the season, you know, They'll, they'll go through the motions. If they play well, that's great. If they get into a bit of a battle, they probably won't roll the sleeves up and get stuck in. But as you say, it's a must-win game for Bradford in the playoff race. Again, I'll say it, I think they've got too much to do. You can back Forest Green plus a quarter of a goal at 1.74. That is where I will probably lean if I was going to make a bet in this game. Cambridge, Morecambe next. Recent Etihad's Cambridge to 1-2. Morecambe 1-2. There's been one draw. Uh, Cambridge coming off a, a good 2-1 victory away at Carlisle and they've won their last three matches and they're, they're in some reasonable form. At home to top six sides, 1-5, lost five. They come off a, a Morecambe side who uh, beat Cheltenham 1-0 at home. Good result. That mixed away in form though, Morecambe recently. 1-2, drawn two, lost six. I think there's some value here with the home side and overs. I, I, I think you know, I, I, I fancy Cambridge a little bit here. Well, as we know, Cambridge uh, <laughs> and their fans are, haven't taken a liking to me. People, I have to say, I watched all of their game last weekend at Carlisle and they were good. They were, they were Actually, they were better than good. They were very impressive. Now, the week before, when I got all that stick, they were kept tweeting about this stat about how they play well on a Saturday and they've not lost in any of their last 14 Saturday games. Now, we can say this Good Friday game isn't a Saturday game, but is it more of a case of them being better in traditional 3pm kickoff times rather than night games? When the sides met earlier this season, Cambridge won 5-0. Now, again, is that a good thing or a bad thing for Cambridge? Because there will be that revenge factor for Morecambe. The killer stat for me, though, here, Pete, is that over the last five seasons... Morecambe have just won three of 29 games away to top six finishing sides. Now, we can ask that question, is this the same old Morecambe? Because they're sat in sixth and challenging for the playoffs. But we always knew, even under Jim Bentley and that, that they would throw in these shock results. But possibly those shock results came against sides just below the top six. So 
I agree with you, Pete. I think the value is with the home side and with the over two and a quarter. Cheltenham Tranmere next. Uh, uh, last time two sides met Tranmere one at home's top six size. Cheltenham's record reads one four drawn four lost two. They're coming off that previously mentioned one nil defeat away at Morecambe. They've won three of the last four though. Cheltenham. They're coming against Tranmere side who are unbeaten in nine away matches. They've won five and drawn four of those. They're come up a one old draw at, at home to Mansfield. Uh, I, I think here under two and a quarter goals looks the play for me. Well, the match line opened quite bizarrely, Pete, on Sunday morning. I nearly spat my coffee out when I saw the line being set at Cheltenham minus a half. And I think my surprise was, was because over the last few weeks, I've written this stat out so many times that over the last five seasons, teams that finish in the top six have only won 48 of 146 games between fellow top six finishing sides. And with Cheltenham sitting second and Tranmere sitting third, I think they're both going to finish in the top six. So if you can get half a goal on a team that's gone sort of, what's that, 100 and whatever, 98 to 46 or whatever, that will be a really good bet. The line has adjusted back to minus a quarter. Don't think it's going to take much pressure to see it trend back to minus a half. And if it does, Pete, I'm going to have to take Tranmere plus that half goal. Um, I think, it, as you quite rightly say, it, it's more than likely going to be a low-scoring game this, Pete. So if you can get a half a goal on Tranmere, I think you're uh, on course for a winning bet there. Mansfield against Orient next. Uh, recent head-to-heads, Mansfield are 1-1. There's been one draw, Orient 1-1. Mansfield, they've drawn four of their last uh, sorry, they've drawn their last four League Two matches coming off that one old draw away at Tranmere. Orient, uh, they've won their last three League Two matches coming off a 2-1 victory at home to Oldham. I just can't really work this line out. I, I think Orient look reasonable value plus half a goal and that's going to be a bet for me. I thought you'd say that and I agree with you. The only thing that concerns me is I don't understand why this line is this. And often when I take a line on that I don't agree with, I don't agree with the line, but I can understand the reasons for it being priced that way. So let's go through the facts. Mansfield have the 21st best home record. Orient have the 11th best away record. Orient sit nine points above Mansfield and have the playoffs in their sights. And Joby McEnough has been tasked with getting them into the playoffs. I think it's a little bit of a big ask for them. They've won four and drawn two of their seven games under him. And they've conceded just twice in the last five. I don't understand it, Pete. And that's what's stopping me from from having quite a big bet here on Orient, plus a half a goal, because I don't understand. What, What do the bookmakers know that we don't? I don't know. Yeah, it, I, I'm, I'm probably going to keep away from it. I might have a little bit more of a think about it and, and I may end up, just for small stakes, taking a bit of Orion. But it, it's madness, really. Especially when Mansfield have drawn 17 of the 38 games this season. Why would why would you give a team half a game? Yeah, it's, it's peculiar. Yes, it's peculiar, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> strange, strange. Oldham Stevenage next. Um 
last time two times, Dementis, uh, it, it was a draw. Oldham at home to mid-table sides, 1-3, draw not, lost seven, cut off a 2-1 defeat away at Orient. Oldham lost three of the last five home matches. The cut off against the Stevenage side, unbeaten in 10 League 2 matches. They've won five of these, drawn five. Uh, and they're cut off a 2-1 uh, victory at home to Barrow. There doesn't look any value in the line, but I, I, I think uh, if the game, if the season could have started what, 28 games ago rather than 38 games, Stevenage would fancy their chances. Well, not not lost in 10. They've got a sort of... They were on a run of six clean sheets, but they've conceded in each of the last two games. They've not lost in the four meetings of the sides. Um, they are trending towards minus a quarter of a goal favourites, Pete. I, I, I couldn't really take them. Um, surrendering any sort of start on the handicap off of scratch, I'd probably be tempted. It is the ultimate irresistible force meets the immovable object here. As Oldham have gone 24 and 14 to the overs, Stevenage are 25 and 13 to the unders. Who's going to win that battle? Well, I often think in these sorts of instances at League Two level, Pete, it's actually the team, it's actually the overs that wins because the, the team who sort of struggle to score goals will have one conceded and then they'll have to really open out so on the two and a quarter goal line a big lean to the over but on that match line Stephen is just such prohibitive favourites on the draw no bet at 1.78 I, I can't side with them Port Vale Exeter next uh, recent head-to-heads Port Vale have won one there's been one draw Exeter won one at uh, uh, home to top half sides, Port Vale's record reads 1-3, drawn 2, lost 5, cut off a 3-1 victory away at Crawley. Good win, that is. Port Vale, they've won their last three League 2 matches. Exeter, away at bottom half sides, 1-4, drawn 4, lost 2. They've lost three of their last four League 2 matches. They, they, you know, really, they should, I, I feel that Exeter really should be in those playoff places and they seem to be struggling at the moment. But however, I am going to have a bet in this game and it's going to be over two and a quarter goals. I think that is, I think that offers some decent value here. Well, I said last week going into Vale's game at Crawley that it could be used as barometer for them till the end of the year. And I said if they put in a good, positive performance, that they could be a bet on team. Now, they won that game 3-1. They won 2-0 in Devon back in September when the sides met for the first team this uh, first time this season. And I don't think they'll lose this game. And the, the, the stat that's really going to back this up for me here, in the latter stages of the past two seasons... Bottom half finishing sides have gone 16, 13 and 15 at home to top half finishing sides. So they win more games than they lose. They're receiving a quarter of a goal here, Pete. I really quite like Port Vale here, plus quarter of a goal. Salisbury Grimsby uh, next. Salisbury uh, won the recent head-to-head. Uh, they've only taken one point from their last four League Two matches, coming off a one-nil defeat away at Exeter. Here they're coming up against the Grimsby side, who had a one-all draw at home to Walsall. And Grimsby, they've drawn five and won one of their last six two League matches. That's what I'm saying about you can have a, you know considering their position at the bottom of the table, they've had a reasonable what you call a reasonable run. They really should have though, I think to get out of the mire they're in of. of you know, converted some of those draws to wins. If this was, uh, if the line was two and a quarter, I'd be going under two and a quarter goals. But the line's now moved to two, and I think that's too low here. So I, that no bet here for me. Yeah, I mean, Salford won four nil on the sides met earlier this season. They won this fixture one nil last season, but Salford have only won one of their last nine games. They've only scored four times 
in those nine games and in none of the last four league two out and yet they're priced as minus three quarters of a goal favourite here. I can't back I couldn't even consider backing them outright in this game purely on that fact that if you haven't scored in the last four games against a team that haven't lost in the last six and you know earned five points through draws in that time span, no way you can back Salford here. I mean, there are strong trends to suggest that Salford will win the game. Top half finishing sides have gone 230, 75 and 44 at home to bottom six finishing sides. So that tells you that Salford should win the game. But again, each of these games should be treated as individual one-off fixtures. And plus three quarters of a goal here, Pete, it would definitely be Grimsby, the side I'll be leading. Because Salford are a mess of a club. They've appointed a manager that I don't trust to turn them around quickly. And he's the sort of man who rubs people up the wrong way. So, yeah, if I was betting this game, Pete, it'd definitely be on the Mariners. Walsall Harrogate next. Uh, Walsall at home to bottom half sides. 1-3, drawn 3, lost 4. Cuff one all draw away at Grimsby. Last 12 League 2 matches. 1-0, drawn 6, lost 6. The cover against the Harrogate side who are coming off a 1-0 defeat at home to South End. Harrogate, they lost 4 of their last 5 League 2 matches. So they're in some poor form, really. I don't see any value in the line at all. So no bet here. Yeah, I'm just having a quick look through the relegation odds here, Pete. Um... Because you can back Walsall at 20 to 1 to go down. They are six points adrift, or six points ahead of South End. So if you fancy Harrogate here, would it be better to take Walsall at 20 to 1 to get relegated than to take Harrogate minus yeah. a quarter here? I'm not sure I'm not sure I could trust Harrogate at this stage of the season with you know the playoffs out the window. And the fact that, you know, the players have done really well for Simon Weaver. And I can't really see him being thrown a load of money by the uh, sort of the owners and that and the, the board of directors to spend. I'd imagine that their squad is going to be pretty settled for next season. So trusting the team that are 15th at this stage of the season, laying a quarter of a goal away from home, I wouldn't want to do. Now, I'm not saying that Harrogate won't win the game because I think Walsall are dreadful under Brian Dutton. I think they may have thrown the towel in. And I tell you what, 20 to 1 to go down, it's widely available. Sky, Bet Paddy, Bet Victor, Bet Fred. I tell you what, yeah. mate, I think I might be having a bit of that tonight. South End Carlisle next. Uh, and South End, obviously, one of those teams that will be fighting Warsaw yeah, to get to stay up in this league. Uh, uh, their recent home matches, 1 2, drawn 3, lost 5. They've just, in fact, they've just drawn 3 of their last four home. Got for 1 0 uh, victory away at Harrogate. Carlisle away at bottom six sides. It's reasonable. 1 4, drawn 5, lost 1, come for 2 0 victory at home to Crawley. Uh, Carlisle, two points from their last six away games. So they're, they're not great away from home. No real value in the line here. Again, it, it's no bet for me. So Carlisle have done the sensible thing, Pete, from that Tuesday night game against Crawley. They're playing Friday. Uh, sorry, they're, they're due to play sort of Good Friday. And they've moved this game to the Saturday to give them time to travel down rather than what Crawley done. Uh, they've shortened the week and shortened it even further. So Carlisle have the better sort of uh, match management to begin with for this game. They come into this match on the back of that great 2-0 home win over Crawley. And they now have an opportunity here to stamp their authority back in terms of getting themselves into the playoff race. They were top of this league just a couple of months ago. They haven't become a bad side overnight. They've just become a side 
even if they're just an average side, they were, they were an average side low on confidence. I think early kickoffs really favour home teams, and this is kicking off at one o'clock on Saturday. Um, but I think Carlisle will approach it in a much better way and in better spirits than other teams that have done that, bearing in mind that they won on Tuesday night. If I was going to bet this game, Pete, it would be Carlisle on the outright or nothing. I wouldn't be bothering with the quarter of a goal because I think Carlisle are the sort of team that when they click and they play well, they win. And here they're playing a team that are down near the bottom of the table who we know aren't very good. So if Carlisle bring their A game, play well, they'll probably win the game. So at whatever price they are, let me just have a quick look. You get them about sort of 11 to 8, I think, to win the game. So if you want to bet this game... It's Carlisle outright or pass. Right, let's get on to the selections then. Well, I'm going to go Orient plus half a goal uh, away at Mansfield. I think that's very good value there. And I'm going to go over two and a quarter goals. Port Bay will be Exeter. Well, I'm so tempted to follow you in with the Orient 1P. I don't really understand it, so I'm probably going to keep away there. Um, but my two firm selections, first time I'm having two on this podcast, let you know, folks, for Good Friday is Scunthorpe off the scratch, draw no bet line. I think that's a really solid bet. And then we're going to take Port Vale plus a quarter of a goal because I do think they'll avoid defeat against Exeter. And the way Daryl Clark's getting things slowly turned around there, they're well capable of taking all three well, points. Well, this, this, like I said, this, this, this league is just a basket case. When you look at the the... the... The, the recent form, I mean, obviously it plays a part, doesn't it, when they're playing twice a week. But but as I say, I, th- I think Bolton do look strong now, though, don't they? They look really strong. And, and I would be very, very surprised if they didn't go up. Cambridge are looking reasonable as well recently. And, and I think it will be between possibly Charlton and Tranmere, you know, for, for, the, for that third place. But I do see Bolton winning this now. But as for going down... You, you just can't tell. They're, they're very resilient. There's a lot of draws, isn't there, featuring bottom sides. Yeah. Back in the draw outright yeah, from mean, 16th down to 24th, that would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, especially this time of season where game theory does come into it, some of these games, Colchester, Walsall, because they're sort of, uh, or were sort of five, six points clear of the relegation drop places. They think, well, even if we don't win this game, if we claw another point, we were six points clear. If we get another point, that takes us seven points clear, potentially. That's three games that another team has to win. But we've seen in recent weeks, everybody was thinking that and adopting that sort of thoughts. And then Barrow all of a sudden win four on the spin. And then those points that teams have got, point here or there, they're they're blown away by a run of four wins in a row. So if Southend or Barrow um, or even Grimsby can win, say, maybe three of their next four, it's a big ass, then all of a sudden, Walsall, Colchester. I actually think Walsall in 20th spot are in more danger than Colchester in 21st spot, even though Colchester have two less points yeah. and played a game more yeah. than Walsall. I think Walsall have no direction at all. Right. Uh, we shall be back Friday with the Premier League podcast. So, uh, good luck, everybody, on the... Uh, well we'll be speaking to you before these games take place, I think, but, but good luck on Good Friday anyway. Best of luck.